folks. Welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout the podcast, I offer an analysis of the content found in the Heidelberg Catechism. I have picked the Heidelberg Catechism for its easy-to-follow structure of 52 Lord's Days. In today's episode, episode number 34, we begin our journey through the Ten Commandments, and we will do so for the next 10 episodes, of course. In the past couple episodes, we talked about conversion. Now we talk about the law of the Lord. Most folks are familiar with the passage of the Ten Commandments from the book of Exodus in chapter 20. However, the Ten Commandments are also reiterated in the book of Deuteronomy in chapter 4, verses 6 through 21. The terminology Ten Commandments are not necessarily original to the Biblical Hebrew. In Hebrew, the Ten Commandments are Aseret Hadivrot, which means ten words, plural, ten words. The idea here is that the Ten Commandments are a word from the Lord to His people in order for them to understand what He requires of them. You may also be familiar with the terminology, the Decalogue. Decalogue literally also means ten words. It comes from the Hebrew Decalogos. The change from the terminology ten words to ten commandments most likely happened during the English translation of the Geneva Bible and the King James Version. And from then on, most evangelicals and Christians are familiar with that terminology versus the Hebrew or Greek terminology that is used for the Old Testament Ten Commandments. For the purposes of this podcast, I will refer to the Decalogue or the Ten Words as the Ten Commandments because most of us are familiar with that terminology. The Ten Commandments are riddled with theology and also with ethical and moral teachings that are universal. Such commandments are for sure still relevant for us today. Before we address the Heidelberg Catechism's teaching on the Ten Commandments, I would like to offer you a resource that I believe will be most helpful to you. David W. Jones has written an introduction to biblical ethics. In that book, he addresses the Ten Commandments in a very profound manner. In chapter 7 of his book, in chapter 8, he addresses the first table of the law and the second table of the law. The first table of the law are commandments 1 through 4, and the second table 5 through 10. He divides the Ten Commandments in a really helpful way. For instance, the first commandment emphasizes internal love for God. The second, external love for God. The third, verbal love for God. And fourth, the temporal love for God. As it relates to the fifth through the tenth commandment, the fifth commandment addresses the sanctity of human authority. The sixth, the sanctity of human life. The seventh, the sanctity of relational intimacy. The eighth, the sanctity of material stewardship. The ninth, the sanctity of truth. And tenth, obviously, the sanctity of motives. His book is easy read, and I definitely recommend it. Again, the book is titled, An Introduction to Biblical Ethics by Dr. David W. Jones. Now, on to the Heidelberg Catechism. Lord's Day number 34 begins with this question. What is the law of the Lord? Well, the Heidelberg Catechism gives us a very long answer. In fact, it gives us the whole Ten Commandments. So, let's read it together as a reminder. God spoke all these words, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. 
You shall not make for yourself an idol in the form of anything in heaven above, or on earth below, or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son nor your daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land that Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant, or maidservant, his ox, or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These are the Ten Commandments. As previously mentioned, Dr. David Jones divides it a certain way. However, the Heidelberg Catechism provides a much more simplified version, which leads us to the next question in Lord's Day number 34. How are these commandments divided? Very simply, in two parts. The first teaches us how to live in relation to God, and the second, what duties we owe our neighbor. Again, notice the emphasis for the first part is on God and the second on our neighbor. In the New Testament, when Jesus was challenged by the leaders of his day as to which one was the greatest commandment, he answered in a very unique way. Matthew chapter 22, verses 37 through 40. And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. What is interesting here is that Jesus is quoting from Deuteronomy chapter 6 instead of Deuteronomy chapter 5 for the Ten Commandments. However, he is summarizing the Ten Commandments in these two different parts, that we are to love God first and love others second. Well, here in day 34, the Heidelberg Catechism already addresses the first commandment. So the next question is, what does the Lord require in the first commandment? The following answer is given, that for the sake of my very salvation, I avoid and flee all idolatry, witchcraft, superstition, and prayer to saints or to other creatures. Further, that I rightly come to know God, the only true God, trust in Him alone, submit to Him in all humility and patience, expect all good from Him only, and love, fear, and honor Him with all my heart. In short, that I forsake all creatures rather than do the least thing against his will. That is certainly a mouthful, but in short, this answer does provide us with some insight as to the Heidelberg Catechism's emphasis and thrust. It does mention the idea of avoiding and fleeing all type of idolatry and witchcraft and superstition, and one of those is listed prayer to saints or other creatures. Of course, this is a rebuttal to the Catholic view of prayer to certain saints. 
Rather, the Christian is to rightly come to know God, the only true God, trust in Him alone, submit to Him with all humility and patience, expect all good from Him only, and love and fear and honor Him with all their heart. Notice the use of the words all and the adjective only. This is about full commitment to the Lord alone, with your whole heart and with your whole will. Throughout scripture, there are warnings against idolatry, also consulting mediums and familiar spirits, and practicing of divination and the such. God alone is worthy of our praise and our devotion. Isaiah chapter 45 verses 6 through 7 reminds us of who the Lord is. It says, I am the Lord and there is no other. I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. Again, God is supreme above all things. Therefore, he alone should be worshipped. And how should he be worshipped? Well, with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Everything else falls into the category of idolatry. Which leads us to the last question. What is idolatry? The Heidelberg Catechism answers answers it this way. Idolatry is to conceive or have something else in which to place our trust instead of or besides the one true God who has revealed himself in his word. Idolaters will not inherit the kingdom of God. Ephesians 5.5 5. Psalm 81, 8 through 9 are a reminder. Hear, O my people, I will admonish you. O Israel, if you will listen to me, there shall be no foreign God among you nor shall you worship any foreign god. God alone should be the locus of our worship. As we end our time together, I offer you Psalm 73, 25, and 26. I pray this will be your prayer and my prayer. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Amen. Well, folks, that's it for the Preacher's Devo podcast, episode number 34. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family and to subscribe. God bless.